Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Hey there, I'm Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We may not have taken the traditional path in life, but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world. And we have the power to help people live their best lives every day. Yes, there are those who try to convince us that our industry is vain and that it's superficial. But we prove them wrong every day. Because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart. So don't let our good looks fool you. Because we may not have taken the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by quote-unquote conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective. And because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? Well, it's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business because we're beauty professionals. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress up. We're the creatives, we're the loud ones, we're the weirdos, we're the ones that just won't listen. We're the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the door open as a way for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits, troublemakers, and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels and don't forget we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty industry insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and also my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing. It's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented people in the world. So here, you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and to grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions, would like to be featured, or looking for a speaker for your next event, simply contact me. You can contact me through my website, jrenee.com. That's J-A-Y-E-R-E-N-E-E.com. And you can find me there. You can also find me on Instagram at Beauty Industry J. And with that, I hope you enjoy this episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. Hey guys, I hope that you are well. Welcome to another great episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. And today we are going to talk about some myths of the industry. So this is understanding the myths of the beauty industry before they throw you off track. Now, there are many myths about the beauty industry that can keep people from succeeding in this new wave of the future if you let it. We're in one of the biggest economic booms in free enterprise, especially in this industry. So I don't want you to miss your chance to be a part of it. And if you're a part of it, I don't want you to miss out on being able to make the experience everything that you can make it, right? 
the beauty industry is the people's industry. That's the way that I see it. And for many, it holds the key for so much. And especially for so many men and women from all different backgrounds and ethnicities and understandings. And it allows them to be able to create the lifestyles they want. So here are common misunderstandings of the beauty industry and how you can see through them. Let's let go of the miscommunication, the negativity, the controversy, and begin creating the life of your dreams right now. So let's get started. One myth is that it's too hard to get started. Listen, this is not the truth, and I don't want you to let this stop you. You may be busy, you may not feel like you have the time, but you can get started. Take some classes. Take, you know, part-time classes. Begin learning online. There's so much information that you can be able to start um, investigating and learning to a degree online, at least to be able to um, make yourself familiar with the industry and how it operates and things like that. You don't have to go to school for full time. For instance, let's say you want to be a hairstylist or you want to be a barber, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Start small. Maybe you have interest in um, doing nails. Maybe you can start with a nail a, a nail technician license um, instead of going full-time for cosmetology or going full-time for barber. Um, and if that's what you want to do, if you want to be um, focused in the nail arena, then you don't have to go all the way. You don't have to get your cosmetology license, okay? If you want to be an esthetician, you can take courses for um, to be an esthetician. You don't have to go full-time um, and put on the full hours to, to get a cosmetology license. Um, for a lot of states, um, the hours vary. For where I am, it averages about 2,000 hours, which averages about to a year full-time and close to two years or 22 months part-time for a cosmetology license. Um, and I think around the country, 15 to 2,000 hours is pretty much um, the standard. So um, if you're not interested in doing um, the full gamut of services, then you don't have to, for instance, take the full um, the full cosmetology course. Now, I do want you to think into the future because when you do have your cosmetology license, you are licensed to perform the hair aspect of the business, to do makeup, to do um, skincare, and to do nails. So I want to caution you that way. If you take one of the um, shorter routes to get your license, understand that if you decide to go all the way up to hair, you'll have to kind of redo that in your in your studies. There are some places that may give you credit um, that you'll be able to save a few months and a few hundred hours um, if you already have another um, license or you've already had certain schooling, but that varies. So it's really up to the school. So my point is to get started. It won't take you as long as you think it will. And again, if you and if you do want to um, focus in the hair aspect of the industry and you are sure that you don't want to um, do facials or do nails or do massages or any of that, any of those things, you can go and take a barber course. Um, that will save you anywhere from uh, 300 to 500 hours, depending on what state that you're in. That's what I did. Um, 
I knew I didn't want to do nails. I knew I didn't want to do facials um, and things like that. So I got my barber course that certified me to be able to do everything that um, involved hair. Also, if you're interested in makeup, then you can take a be begin with a makeup course and you can go there. So do not believe the myth that you don't have the time. You do have the time. And the great thing about this industry, once you're in it, you can, for the most part, craft your business and craft your career around a schedule that's flexible for you. It's one of the most flexible industries in the world. So don't believe that it's too hard to get started. This is not true. Now, the second myth is that the industry is oversaturated. Now, while the industry is growing every day and it's almost, what is it, 65, almost $70 billion industry um, right now on its way to, I believe, $80 billion in 2020. Don't let that scare you. This industry is not oversaturated. There's a thing called attrition. So attrition basically means that over time, people kind of fall away. People don't participate anymore. So although there are people that are involved in the industry, there are more and more people coming involved into the industry every day. Not everyone will stay for a lot of different reasons. So just like anything else, attrition affects um, this industry like every other industry. So people come and people will go. So do not let that stop you. This industry is not oversaturated. There are so many different areas of expertise and new and up and coming areas of expertise that will allow so many people the opportunity to participate while still be able to make being able to make great income. So do not believe that this industry is oversaturated and that there is no place for you. There is certainly a place for you and we want you here, okay? Now, number 3, I cannot compete with the big personalities. Listen, as with anything, you are your biggest competition. You have to decide what's working for you. You have to decide to continue to educate yourself, to continue growing your business, to figure out what's working, what's not working, how to make your business better, how to connect with your clients, how to build your business following, how to um, create an ongoing relationship with these clients, right? How to make your business the best that it can be. Quote, unquote, big personalities, have little to nothing to do with the effect of your business. The biggest effect that they have on your business is the effect that you allow them to have on your mind, okay? Again, as with anything, you are your biggest competition. You don't need to worry about anyone else out there. The great thing about this industry is that 95% of it, it's localized. It's in your area. You can't do someone's hair, you know, or paint their nails or shave their beard, or do their extensions, or do their makeup from 3,000 miles away, okay? So you don't have to worry about some uh, quote-unquote big personality that's miles and miles away, okay? <clears throat> Focus on your business and what you can do to the best of your ability. Continue your education. Continue your growth. Be sure that you understand what you're, operate, what you're offering to your clients, Never underestimate your value, but be realistic about your value and structure your business in a way that allows you to love it, allows people to love it and enjoy it and appreciate it, okay? So do not worry about quote-unquote so-called big personalities because they have little to no effect on your personal business unless they're going to offer to help you, okay? Now, the next myth. 
is that you have to learn the whole industry and be perfect before you get started. Again, I covered this when um, in the other um, in the other myth about it being too hard to get started. Listen, you don't have to learn the whole industry. And in fact, if you wanted to, you couldn't. It's too much. It's so big. It's so vast. Okay. So pick something and get started. What do you love about this industry? What is it that drew you to it the the first time that you loved it? What makes you smile? What makes you excited? What gets you happy about it? Pick that thing that that makes you happy that you you're you're happy to brag about that you can research and learn about and try and mess up and learn again and fix it and get it right without being drained pick that thing that absolutely you just love right and focus on that master that you don't have to be a master of everything pick your own specialized area carve out your niche do what's good for you and then expand to where you want to go, okay? Learn more and then strive for mastery as you go along. But you want to start from somewhere else. So don't forget that. Another myth is that people need to know who I am or people need to know who you are. Listen, forget about being known. It's about getting paid. I know I personally would rather be the most paid unknown than the most popular, struggling professional, okay? So when people are looking for a new stylist or person um, to help them with new services or new products, nine times out of 10, they don't know them. So don't worry about having to quote unquote be known before people will um, decide to do business with you. It just doesn't work that way. Think of everything or most of the things that you look for in your local area. Um, If you don't have someone that um, is recommended through word of mouth um, or some other um, type of referral-based um, recommendation, then they don't know who you are. And even if someone recommends you via referral, the person that you rec- that they recommend you to still don't know you, okay? So don't get hung up on this whole new thing of people need to know who I am. That's one of the things about kind of the internet and quote-unquote internet influencers and internet personalities is that other people get hung up in thinking that the only way that they'll be able to be successful is to have people know who you are and I'm here to tell you that that is far from true. I'm sure that if you have to choose or um, I would guess that if you had to choose you would choose getting paid and getting paid well over being popular and not really um, being compensated for it, okay? So don't worry about that. That's like, that's basic. We're not worried about that, okay? Another myth is that the industry is past its prime. Again, we haven't seen anything yet. $65 billion and growing, okay? It's onward and upward for this industry. So the time is now to get involved. If you're not currently involved, the time is now to make sure that you're able to structure your business for the future, to be able to adapt adapt to the changes that's taking place. Um, if you haven't already, um, understand ways to grow your brand, understand ways to um, have additional streams of income, be sure that you're doing um, the most at the grassroots level to um, ensure that you're able to be able to get more clients um, from your local base that's around your business. 
for many people and for many businesses, there are so many potential clients that they're missing out on because they don't have a really good grassroots marketing plan to cover the area that's immediately around their business. Um, sometimes we, and it's not anything that it's, it's bad or it's, it's a reason that this happens. It's just that sometimes, um, we can't see the forest for the trees, right? We're just too close to everything. So sometimes some of the things that other businesses would think about, we don't think about in the beauty industry because we kind of usually have a certain way of, um, that we think is right of generating business, of getting clients. And for some of us, we don't really think about how we'll generate clients. We don't really, we don't really think about how we'll generate, how we will generate more business. For some of us, um, unfortunately, um, we move fast and we open up the business and, um, you know, that's it. We're just waiting for people to come in the door, not understanding that there's another part to it. So I want you to look around and make sure that you're being able to cover things at a grassroots level, okay? And the grassroots level covers a, a few different things, and I'll kind of mention a few here. Um, your mu local municipality has um, business offices, offices that will help, um, especially s small businesses, right? Um, and you guys most likely are a small business unless you're doing over 500, I mean, yeah, $500 million. <laughs> so, um yeah, so in your municipality, there is an office of small business, right, administration. Um, and if you are a small business and you are a minority, meaning you're a woman um, or you're a person of color, then um, there is a small and minority business economic development office either in your city, in your county, or definitely in your state that will have um, resources that can help you. It could be um, resources to help um, marketing, it could be um, contract programs, it could be um, classes to help you understand um, different aspects of marketing and sales, it could be um, sales courses, the lists are endless, but make sure wherever you are, you call your municipality, your city, your county, or your state and ask them about the Office of Small um, Business Development or the Office of Small and Minority um, Business Development to see what resources they have. Also check out the local chamber of commerce because they, again, um, in your local municipalities, you may have a regional, a county branch, you may have a, definitely have a state branch and also um, nationwide. They have um, a lot of functions where you're able to network and um, you're able to learn sales and marketing and kind of um, mix in and blend in with other business owners to see what they're doing right and see what they're doing wrong and to kind of get feedback and all that kind of thing, those kinds of things. So make sure that you are doing that at a grassroots level. Also, make sure that you, um, if you're a licensed professional, make sure that you join the Professional Beauty Association. Um, they have so many resources um, as well. Okay, so <laughs> let me get... Um, let me get back on track because I'll go there. If you have any questions about grassroots, um, grassroots local level things, um, let me know. Okay. Just email me at j at jrenee.com. All right. So another, um, another myth is that the industry is too mainstream, right? I have to fit into this mold of what people believe, quote unquote, the beauty industry have to be, right? Or what you constantly see on your timeline. This is not true. The great thing about this industry is that 
the people are so creative. There are niches of all kinds. You don't have to special specialize in balayage and foils if you absolutely hate them, right? There's so many ways for you to get in where you fit in, okay? So don't worry about that. You don't have to worry about what's um, focused on what's just popular at the moment if that's not something that you're interested in. You don't have to work at, um, you know, the, the, the really um, hipsterish, um, salon down the street. If you are more of, um, a hip hop girl, you can find somewhere that, you know, that, that fits your style. If you have a bunch of tattoos and you prefer a little more edge and more rockerish, there's going to be a salon that's going to be a place for you. So you don't have to worry about quote unquote mainstream or having to fit into this area or fitting to that area. You can get in where you fit in. And guess what? If you don't want to, you can create your own niche. You can create your own area um, that's specifically for you and clients that appreciate you. Okay? So do not believe the hype. There are so many niches and subspecialties in the industry. It would blow your mind. Okay? There's always so much more going on behind the scenes than what's shown um, on the mainstream. So do not let that bother you at all. And the final one is that you don't need a license because you know what you're doing. We kind of cover this in the first um, in the first myth that it's hard to get started, but this is definitely a myth. I'm not going to say that you must have a license to just get started, but being a licensed professional is something that you definitely need to aspire to if you're going to actually be performing services, okay? It's something that you definitely should see in your future now, whether you take the apprentice route, um, if you don't have time to get the classes, that's up to you. But licensing is important because it ensures that you know the proper ways to use the products and services. It makes sure that makes sure that you understand um, cleansing and proper sanitation and proper storage. I mean, all these things are really important. Um, some people that are kind of just ready to jump into the industry don't really understand all of these things all the time, and they just figure feel that it's. Um, it's an impediment to their income if you have to have a license. Um, but just like doctors, um, they have certain, you know, cer certain criteria. They have to have a certain knowledge, certain knowledge base, certain um, certain knowledge that they have to have, and prove they have to be proven to be able to handle certain situations before they're able to um, become a doctor. And it's the same with the beauty professional. It's the same with the beauty industry. Um, so I know that that's really something that's up in the air right now. That some people are not really happy with, but it's only it's for your protection um, and it's for the protection of the public. It's for your protection because um, if the industry is not regulated, then you have a bunch of um, people maybe with good intentions um, and maybe not with good intentions that kind of flood the um flood the industry, water it down, um, the public suffers because of mismanagement or misuse of products and services, and then the whole industry um, is viewed negatively because of it. And then the public suffers because, on the other hand, because of, um, you know, they could it could be physical damage because of improper use of products, um, for instance, color and, and, um, other chemical services, improper use of or installation of um, wigs and extensions and things like that. There's a huge epidemic of, of hair loss 
um, due to the improper application and removal of, of wigs and hair extensions. And a lot of that comes from um, not really having a full um, education and depth and understanding um, because a lot of people don't have that knowledge um, from schooling. And a lot of people, sometimes they see, see certain people doing it and they want to do it. They figure it's a lucrative business and so they jump into the industry. Um, and then as a result of them not having the proper education, um, they suffer and the public suffers. So thinking that you do not need a license of some sort to perform services in, in this industry is definitely a myth. Um, you can definitely learn and get continuing education from some people um, and certain classes and things like that. But being licensed should be something that you aspire to and be something that you definitely do. Um, there are some some services that do not require licensing for some people, um, but most of them do. So please be wary of um, taking classes and taking courses um, where you think that you're licensed and you're certified or you will be able to get licensed and certified and you're not. Okay. Um, there are a lot, of, there are a lot of them that you can be, but just be aware. And if you're learning something from someone, um, that's a certain specialty, make sure that you're learning from someone, um, if they need to be licensed, that they're licensed. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to end that there, but these are a bunch of myths that I wanted to break down for you because if I don't, then they all, they could help you. They could hurt your success, right? They could stop you in your tracks. They could impede the success of you and your business. So it doesn't matter what area of the industry you're in, you don't have to let anything stop you from getting what you want. Or it doesn't matter what area of expertise of the business that you want to get into, even if you're not active right now. Don't let anything stop you. So the myths again are, it's too hard to get started. It's not. The industry is oversaturated. It's not. I cannot compete with the big personalities. You don't have to. I have to learn the whole industry and be perfect before I get started. You don't. People need to know who I am. They do not. <laughs> Especially at first, right? The industry is past its time. <laughs> it's definitely not. I'm so excited for the future. There is no place for me. <laughs> That's not true. This industry is so vast. Again, you can get in wherever you want to fit in. And the industry is too mainstream. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe it. And finally, that you don't need a license because you know what you're doing. Again, um, I don't believe that this is true. Having a license and being licensed and certified in what you want to do is something that I believe that you should definitely aspire to. So with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in to this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. As always, if you have any questions, any concerns, if I can help with anything, send me a direct message on Instagram at beautyindustryjay, J-A-Y-E. My email is jaye at jrenee.com. My website is jrenee.com. And do me a favor, um, share this podcast with your friends. Um, with your colleagues, with your schoolmates. Um, I'm growing and I really am learning to be so appreciative of what I get from others. Okay. And I believe that that's the reason that this podcast is growing. 
So I thank you for listening. And again, if I can do anything, please let me know. I'd love to help. Also, um, a few weeks ago um, and earlier last year, I had an offer for a free copy of my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business. And it was, um, I had the the notation at the end of my podcast and I will be putting it back because I'm going to be again offering a free copy to you um but that offer will be available in the next few days so come back and check that out in the meantime I love you I appreciate you keep moving this industry forward and I will talk to you soon bye Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. If you have any questions or would like clarity on anything you heard today, please feel free to send me an email at jjaye at jrenee.com. I will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. You can stay up to date with what's going on in my world by heading over to my website at jrenee.com. And fellow beauty rebels, you can follow me on Instagram at beautyindustryj, that's J-A-Y-E. If you would like more information on how to hang with fellow beauty rebels, send me a direct message or private message on Instagram.